Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Kim Barrett Show. I am your host, Kim Barrett, and in today's episode, we are joined by the legendary Mr. Alex Waters. Now, if you're someone who's been growing your business, who maybe you're a solopreneur, you've got a a small team and you're growing, and you haven't really figured out what that next step of growth is because you're still just doing the things, you're stuck in the day-to-day, this is an episode that you will not want to miss. Alex has a very, very specific skill set, which is like how to get people to actually do things, right? It's magic. He's a magician (laughs) when it comes to that side of things. And we're going to break down his three-step process, talk a little bit about some of the results his clients get when they're able to get out of their own way, which if you're someone who, let's be honest, we all do it occasionally, gets in their own way and stops themselves from being successful, this is going to be an episode that you will not want to miss. And of course, if you need any help on your marketing and sales side, once you've got a team that's out there killing it, head over to joinmygroup.com.au, our Facebook community where we've got free trainings, all that fun stuff for you to be able to grow your business and more. Who knows, Alex might even be in there, pop his head out and say hi in that community too. But until then, let's jump into the show. Alex, thank you so much for joining us today. Appreciate you making the time. Thank you. Great to have you here. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be on the Kim Barra Show. Yeah, I mean, we're pumped to have you on. Yeah. Now, I always like to start the podcast off the same way every time. If you and I met at a party and we were chatting away and I said, <laughs> not that kind of party, you know. Alex, what is it that you actually do? Yeah. What's the go-to answer? Oof. I would say, yeah, my vision, Kim, is to help people create more time, money, and freedom in their lives so they can live more happier and purposeful lives. That's what I that's what I do. And then I've got businesses that sort of facilitate fit those. in fit into that that network. Yeah. Yeah. And so why specifically those three things? Like what about it? Like tell us a bit of like the backstory. Like what led you to maybe unlocking that for yourself to then want to unlock it for others? Mm. Yeah, well I think uh, I've actually got a model that I built out that shows this, but like I feel like time, money and freedom are really the three key parts that if if you have them they form together or allow you to facilitate your desired lifestyle and experience that and that's different for everyone right so there are all different levels for everyone too but yeah my backstory is that um as a as a young whippersnapper i was always uh just obsessed about money and i got to a point in my you know mid-20s late 20s where i had three, four successful businesses, turning over two and a half million dollars a year in revenue in the real estate industry and outsourcing, which is what I do now. Uh, but, and I had lots of money, and, but I didn't have any time. And I also wasn't free, personally. I was sort of stuck to a location as well. And I'd created this huge identity around who I was and who I needed to be in order to attract that success, right? Mm. And so, Lo and behold, when you usually create a extreme identity around that, there's some pain that comes from uh, <laughs> unraveling that, <laughs> that happens. But uh, yeah, it's been a journey and, and I feel like, um, you know, I am free in how I express myself and I, I have time and I have money too. So it's like, mm. fuck yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. got a sword. And I, I just feel like, yeah, I feel like I had so many limitations placed on myself around this or that 
right? Mm. Belief systems that were setting me up for failure ultimately. Mm. In order to have a successful business, I have to work 80 hours a week. In order to have a successful business, I have to wear a suit all the time and do X, Y, Z. And I can't say what I really think to this person over here because it'll affect my business. Mm. And I see that in so many uh, business owners and entrepreneurs in general, that they have tied their personal identity to their business. And that holds them back in so many ways. And also around the timepiece, just really so many limitations around believing that they have to do it all and that inhibits their growth and, and therefore their happiness, right? Passionate people start great businesses because they're good at what they do and then they suck at the business side of it and end up hating doing business. Mm, exactly, because that's not what they, they didn't get into it to become an accountant bookkeeper, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, financial controller, <laughs> people manager, therapist. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Therapist. <laughs> therapist, definitely a therapist. Yeah, yeah, they're like, no, I didn't sign up for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a bank. Yeah, you know, exactly. Sometimes you're money yeah, yeah. and stuff. It's, yeah. it's, it's hectic. <laughs> and, but that, that is the big, mis- like, not mistake, but that is the preconceived idea that people have is they've got to go down that very specific route rather than being able to figure out what it is. And I was literally doing a podcast just before this and I said, with everything, it's funny how people do it because they think they have to do it rather than go, actually, what do I want? And then work back from there and then be like, great, to have the money, the time, the freedom that I want. Like, what is that? What time do I want? What money do I want? What freedoms do I want? Yeah. And then bring it back. Working back from that. Yeah. But it's because our minds are so uh, conditioned from being at school Mm. that we are taught a very specific way to go about things. So you kind of like become an adult and you leap into the world of possibility, but your mind is constrained by impossibility. Mm. Yeah, 100%. And I was saying to uh, someone the other day, I was like, business owners have to be a bit crazy because to accept that, you have to be able to see something which you don't believe at the moment can exist mm. and then work towards it because it's like, oh, I believe that I can have the money, the time, the freedom that I want, but you haven't seen that yeah. and you don't know what it looks like, but you just have to kind of actually believe it's going to be true and just work towards it. Yeah. So what's tell us a little bit more about, because obviously you work with um, a ton of people. We're one of your clients from the, um, the VA side of things that you have, outsourcing, and then you have business coaching that you work with people to be able to tap into those things. What are a couple of the things that, people have in place that holds them back from that, not only just their mindset and preconceived beliefs, but what are some things they're doing in their businesses like tangibly that does hold them back from tapping into those three key areas? Mm. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, The first thing I notice is that, um, I mean, you spoke about getting clear on what they actually want. Most business owners, they go into a business going, cool, I'm going to bake bread. And then they end up doing everything else and they forget to just have a conversation with themselves and stop and go, oh, I just want to bake bread. Mm. I, I just need to come back and bake bread again and get everything else handled. So yeah, what they're doing and a symptom of, of this, if you're listening to this, and if, if, if this is you, is being scattered, wearing a hundred different hats. And I think that's kind of normal because you're the person in the business that probably cares the most. Mm. So you want things to be done well and you pick up everything and take it on board, but yeah, um, they're, they're not stopping to review that, first of all. Uh, and then the next thing is, um, which is usually a symptom of our fear of letting go, is they're constantly repeating this cycle of um, hiring people who are never good enough. 
Yeah. 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 They would do that all the time. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, I try. And when I when they talk to me, I'm like, yeah, but have you tried hunt? I've already tried it. It doesn't work. And I'm like, so you're telling me there's all the 7 billion, 7.5 billion other people in this world, none of them are good enough to do that thing that you want done. Like you're the only one that can do it. And, um, you know, but it's just, it's, it's the fear of letting go and uh, not having the skill set to understand how to effectively delegate something to someone, mm. to get other people to do exactly what you want them to do. Mm. Yeah, I think that's hugely important. And yeah, people say it all the time, it's like, oh, but they didn't do it as well as I could or anything like that. And I'm a big fan of uh, Extreme Ownership, Jocko Willink's book. Yeah, I love that And book. going through that. And it's like, well, if someone didn't, by taking ownership from that, it's like, if someone didn't do it to what you think would be the best level to actually have it done at, it's like, well, did you give them everything that was needed <clears throat> to do that? I remember chatting with one of our mastermind guys about this and he was like, well, I did this, this, and this, and I was like, great. And I was like, but think about how you're actually communicating that with them. It's like you set them up for failure from the beginning because then every time as well, when they had an issue, what they would do is they would just um, say, cool, like just do this then. But I was like, but then how, how are you expecting them to think critically when every time you solve the problem for them yeah. and then you wonder why they can't solve problems? Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's like it's, <laughs> yeah. you got exactly what you asked for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I actually had a huge realization lately or a learning around that for myself because I would say I'm like, uh, I'm a master at getting people to do what I want them to do. Mm. Uh, I would really own that as, as, and say that. But I put Tessa, our operations manager, into my business coaching course mm. recently. And she came through and out the other side, I have a, such a better business now because we forget that when we're sharing a task or a you know, project, that person doesn't have the context of your decades of years of experience or all of that information that goes into the words. Mm. And so by bringing her into my course, I was able to just share all of that with her in a way that I never have before. And so suddenly there's greater alignment between us and our, our entire team. And now I've got someone who, you know, we even we have even more intimacy in the way that we can communicate in the business mm. and get things done. And now going back on one thing you mentioned before about uh, people bringing on staff and, and whatnot, solopreneur, just starting out, doing all the work, I'm sure you probably get asked this a fair bit. What's the next hire? That they make because obviously you guys work and you can hire people across a huge range of of spaces and i'm sure you probably break this down for them in the um in the business coaching side as well but if someone comes to you it's like great i'm a bread maker i've been making my bread it's pretty good i'm growing i'm expanding like what sort of person is the next best type of hire for them yeah they always usually think they need something different to this as well <laughs> but um a general administration va or a PA of some kind, someone to effectively take, uh, all right, so yeah, cool, all right, I make bread, but I also have to order the packaging. I also have to place it in the counter. I also have to do da 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 right? And um, I also have to you know, order the sign that goes out the front of the, the shop and you know, take the phone calls and things like that. It's all that noise that you wanna get off your plate as a business owner first, as a solopreneur first. So if you're running an online business, um, same thing. It's all that noise that you've got going on. 
that will allow you to stay in your zone of genius, mm. in the thing that has helped you get this far. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then obviously bringing someone on, I just hire them. They take over straight away. Seamless. No no problems. I don't have to do any work. And yeah. Job done, right? And if they don't work out, then never try hiring anyone else ever again because you can't hire people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people won't do the job for you. Yeah. No, it's... um. I mean, this is why we, we created our entire onboarding process in Workspace Co. And that, uh, actually, I'll share with you our three-step process. It's number one is clarity. It's, it's about getting clarity on what you want to be spending your time on as the business owner. Mm-hmm. Because most people will go, oh, I need to hire someone to do all this stuff. But they don't think about what they really want to be doing. Same mm-hmm. thing as we were saying before. It's like, just keep coming back to what you want. You get to create everything that you desire in your life and in your business. And once you make clear decisions around that and commit to that, everything else just sort of falls into place around it because you're, you're clear on it. So once you get clarity on that, then you can be clear on what the person you're hiring is doing. Mm. And that's also the thing that doesn't happen a lot. People bring on someone and they're, they just, they're overwhelmed. They just know they need help. So they bring someone on, but this person isn't clear on what they're doing then their job satisfaction is immediately lower. People actually want to be told into the details of what's expected of them because most people who are employees, uh, they want to do a good job and perform well to your expectations. Yeah, so yeah. It's, step one is getting clarity about that and you know, just getting clear on those tasks. Step two is autonomy. This is where you take all of the tasks um, that you're going to get this person to do and create a cadence for them to follow. So a daily, weekly, fortnightly, monthly. When is this task going to happen? Really what you're saying or asking is, when do I need this person to think about this thing? Mm. Right? So an example of this is, uh, is let's just go with the bread maker. <laughs> you got Why any bread, make, bread makers listening to the podcast? None, but well, yeah. actually, who knows? If you're a bread maker, <laughs> comment and say hi. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So let's, let's go with something like that. or, or No, let, let's go with something simple like an online business owner, right? Because you've probably got more of those um, on the podcast. So online business owner, um, you know, they've got a service that they offer. And one of the tasks is, uh, is they want their emails to be handled. All right, well, if you don't explicitly say your expectations around you want your inbox reviewed three times a day and you want emails flagged at this time and this time and this time, it's not going to happen. Mm. And so the other thing is you might not get an, every, an, an, a new email every day, but you want it as a daily task so that you're delegating, you're creating autonomy for this person to check that daily for you, right? Mm. So this is where a lot of people fall down. I hear a lot of the time, oh, that's ad hoc. That doesn't happen often. I'm like, yeah, but you think about it every day, right? You mm. go and check your bank account every day. You go and check your, this thing over here. So you need to you need to tell this person when to think about something. Mm. That's effectively creating and delegating responsibility. Yeah. So that's, that's step two. And then step three is systemization, which is just creating a step-by-step um, a checklist for how the task gets done. Yeah, I think that's so important as well. And people, um, and obviously I said it kind of uh, facetiously at the beginning, being like, oh, you just get them to start. Yeah, because yeah. Even, even with the emails, I, I remember when I was onboarding a VA and then I was like, great. And then there was a certain category I had to build. I was like, cool, personal emails, which I'll respond to. These ones respond to yourself straight away. These ones flag and ask me the questions. These ones 
uh, never respond to until I've reviewed. These ones you can send straight away without a review. Um, and just thinking about all those different options and avenues and combinations uh, in that final phase around the system for it. And I was like, wow. And I was like, I was just expecting like, hey, just manage my emails. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but, uh, but as you say, to get them to do it, effectively to the point where then you're not going no one can do it and things like that because yes people can respond to emails it's possible right they do it every day themselves anyway so building in the right the right cadence and flow and everything i think is is super important yeah hugely and then obviously you've worked with uh, a lot of clients a lot of clients achieving great successes with what they're doing in their businesses and whatnot obviously in workspace co and on the coaching side as well What's uh, one thing, if you were to give someone a recommendation, um, you know, this episode is coming out around the Christmas season for 2022, gearing up, someone who's out there and they want to have a really solid year for next year, 2022, what's one little tidbit that you'd give someone right now if they said, hey, Alex, you know, best piece of advice for 2022? Mm. Well, Broad, but what would it be? Based on results, I, did, I was in the Mogul Mastermind in 2021. Uh, I do actually highly <laughs> recommend that. I, I didn't get brought on here to talk about that. <laughs> Yeah, whew, best piece of advice in 2022. Implement that three-step formula and get out of your own way. Mm. Yeah, allow yourself to be supported. Most people, most business owners have a complex about receiving help. And, uh, yeah, because I want to be self-made. I'm, self, yeah. I'm a self-made <laughs> yeah. man or woman. So, man, no one's ever um, self-made, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, Man, I couldn't do what I do without help. Mm. Like, and that's why my 2021 has been so successful mm. because I've allowed myself to be supported more than ever. Mm. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. yeah, I love that bit of advice. Yeah, I mean, well, you gave it. You got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, I'm going to set you guys a challenge. Even if you don't, if you don't have support, put in place the cadence that Alex mentioned earlier where you break down what you want to do, break down what area would be great to get off your plate that's not in your zone of genius and then start to put down all the activities that are inside of that and then just go and get help because really support is in this day and age is the cheapest it's probably ever been. doesn't matter if you're hiring someone in Australia, if you're outsourcing from a company like Workspace Co or whatever it is, it's never been cheaper and more, more effective but give yourself the challenge of doing that task first. And then figure out what it is that you you will need next to, to take some of that stuff off your plate. Because if you can get support in 2022 and get that off, and you can just focus on doing what you do best, like you like I'll put a guarantee on it. If you do it, if you do actually that process and follow what Alex said, you you will have more success. It's impossible for you to not, unless you just spend all those other time doing something stupid like drinking at the pub or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And maybe checking maybe, social yeah, media. Exactly, just stuck on yeah. Facebook and Insta all day. But I'll set you guys the challenge. Um, and now, Alex, as we get towards the end of our time here together as well, I always like to ask the same question of every guest, which is, what's the question that I didn't ask you that I should have? Oh, should have come prepared for that. <laughs> you know, I think uh, it's like, what, what sort of results do people get when working with me? Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. Till soon. Because uh, for a long time, it's, come, it's been kind of ambiguous what, what I actually do and what, what, <laughs> what results we would get with our business. So... Yeah, Workspace Co. helps businesses from startups right up to like businesses $10 million plus per annum. And this year in 2021, we've seen we've seen a huge amount of business owners take action in, in using and implementing the advice, that, the, the strategies that I give them. And we've just seen a whole number of clients be able to, you know, continue to grow their outsourced teams, taking on more and effectively 
double and triple their capacity. Mm. You know, I think that's such a huge, huge win. And it's the key to growing and scaling your business mm. is learning how to build your capacity. And what that requires is letting go, but in a way that you know that shit's being done the way you want it to be done. So, yeah, I don't know if I answered your question well. It does, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. And it's, it's, it's good to hear and see. And obviously, that ability to increase your capacity means that doesn't necessarily mean immediately you need to have more throughput and more output coming through, but it just means that your, your business will have more capacity. You personally will have more capacity. So you can tap into those three things you mentioned. Like if you have more capacity, you can make more money. You can have more time. You can yeah, get more, more freedom. freedom. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, and that's, you know, most business owners are constrained uh, by the shackles they've placed on themselves in their business. Mm. And they just need to you know, break free, even if, you know, especially when they're making good money, mm. especially yeah. when they're making good money. They're usually more constrained. And it's weird. It's like people always make a decision when they get to the point of failure or pressure. It's like when you have all the money, best time to invest, best time to bring on new people. But they're like, no, everything's going good. Mm. And then it's like, oh, but like I have $1,000 left in the bank account now. Please, can you help me, Alex? And now can you hire someone for a dollar an hour? It's like, yeah. when you come when you, when you were balling out before and you could yeah. afford to have those people in your business that would have avoided that problem. Yeah. It's always interesting. So again, if, you're, if business is going well, reach out and speak to someone like Alex. Don't wait mm. until you get to the end and be like, can you please find me an assistant for 50 cents an hour that will do everything in my business? Uh, it's not yeah. going to work that way. Yeah, you want to <laughs> avoid the cycles of burnout too. Mm. And, you know, I've been burnt out so many times in my life. And because I'm an extremist, I go hard to the very end and then crash and burn. So it's like the fallout from that is a lot of time that it takes me to recover. Mm. And learning to manage those cycles of energy and money and flow in your business as well just will help you be more consistent, which allows for less interruption and when there's no interruption, just momentum will build more naturally as well. Yeah. You, you, you feel that in your business, right? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Spot on. And so, Alex, if people are listening or watching the podcast and they're like, cool, I like the cut of uh, Alex's jib. I like what he's talking about. Where's the best place for them to find you online and connect and see what you're up to? Instagram, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Instagram or Facebook, um, at Alexander Waters on Instagram. Um, Facebook's just my name. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. As expected. Easy, yeah. <laughs> easy peasy. So guys, wherever you're watching or listening to this above or below in the show notes, we'll have those links to Alex's profile. So just jump on, connect with him. Uh, yeah, as I said, like we we use his services. Like we've seen um, not only his growth this year, but the effect of the people that he's helped has been epic from uh, the business coaching side of things, from the uh, outsourcing side of things. And as I said, like we we use him as well because we, we always like to free up that capacity we had changes in our team and i was like i definitely am not going to do all those things Alex, get me a person <laughs> yeah. to do that because i <laughs> yeah. i ain't taking that yeah, <laughs> that's, that's for sure um and if you know someone who maybe they are that solopreneur who's having that little bit of success and they don't know what sort of person to bring on next or they don't know what um they need to outsource in their business share this episode with them they can hear a little bit of alex's framework and hopefully align themselves and get that clarity that they need to be able to go to their next level of growth in their business. So share this with someone you know as well. Alex, thank you so much for joining us today, Thank man. you. I appreciate you making me. the time. Yeah. Cheers. My pleasure.